country. No, not metal. Oh, come on. There we go. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wisdom for Wizards episode 14. Is that the number we're on, Eric? Uh, it's actually, what, 3.1 now? What? I thought you said this was a new season. Yeah, but why would that be a new episode? You know, what's funny is okay. we have all these half episodes, right. so really we're at like episode 16 or 17. Right. Nobody knows, but you're listening to Wisdom for <laughs> Wizards. I am Conniff. I'm Eric. And uh, we are your hosts. We did have a host a long time ago, last season, named Stephen Rippey. He's getting married now, so he's too good for us. Um, but I have played games with him a lot recently, Eric. Right. So I still haven't seen him. <laughs> so he's he's still a ghost of right. Anyway, uh, we want to kick off this new season. And in all these episodes, we're going to start right away with your comments, your questions, just through the mailbag, whatever. It's a terrible excuse for a name because all other podcasts use something like that. So we're just going to call it real, um, you know, geniusly. That's not a word the mail <laughs> right. uh, but anyway i just want to read this Trademark. it's from a listener named Corey. Uh, he says hey y'all i recently found out about your podcast and have made my way through all of them while delivering mail there's a lot of male people that listen to podcasts it must just come with the the territory territory i mean you're in a car I guess I would, too. Yeah. You probably... I don't know. Can you play things over the speaker? <laughs> those they, those cars are not that they don't fancy, them. right? Okay. You need to remind me about the mail thing later. Go. Okay. Please. I am thoroughly enjoying them and looking forward to your D&D episodes. He puts it in uh, the parentheses because who knows how many it's going to be. I am really interested in how Eric is as a DM. Maybe next year at ATBCon, I will be able to get in a game with one or both of y'all. Thank you for being a fun distraction while I'm walking house to house. One, thank you for delivering the mail. Two, you are a saint for doing it on foot. I don't know the nature of mail carrying but i'm sure i've you know neighborhood when i grew up it was always in a in a truck mm -hmm. so i've never really saw the people that walk door to door and foot to foot but right. i can imagine that that is a interesting experience having delivered pizza myself so. especially this time of year yep. in the omaha nebraska areas probably so my question for you Corey, is how do you stay warm <laughs> during this polar vortex we yeah, had no so. kidding Anyway, thank you for your email, Eric. Uh -huh. What are you like as a DM? Uh, I'd like to think I'm pretty good, but, you know, my players entertain me and tell me I'm good. So I like to think that it's true, <laughs> but I really don't know because I know all the guys I play with pretty well. And, and we're just going to lie to you. Right? They just no, can't just be kidding. trusted. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I've done one thing outside of atb con with you mm -hmm. and the one there i was kind of co-dming so i don't know i mean it, it really just comes down to keeping it engaging for the players right and the players just kind of do what they want so. were you engaged with the one we did yes at my house it's very long time ago I right think. i mean but I yeah no i enjoyed here. it i okay. enjoyed it see there we go. But I do like the coming up with the story part, I think. That's yeah. more like my speed than actually being the one that is adventuring, I guess. But right. Anyway, once again, Corey, thank you for your email. For everyone else, send us your questions, comments, your favorite snack. 
I will not buy it for you, but I would, you know, it's just fun information to know. Speaking of <laughs> snacks, my wife is a physical therapist and one of her patients just dropped a case of Little Debbie Nutter Butter Bars in our lap. I've got four <laughs> boxes with 24 packs in each. So I'm sitting on what? What is that? 96 Nutter Butters right now? too much math on oh, Tuesday night. I'm in heaven. <laughs> I remember at Evangel, they would do that. Um, the cafeteria director would get in cases. This is after your time, but mm -hmm. the cafeteria director would get in cases of Little Debbie, whatever you call, you know, whatever, like not just cases, but pallets. Mm -hmm. And I would help him unload them and get a free box. But, nice. but yeah, he would give them out. Like he was literally just giving away like Little Debbie cakes and brownies and the Nutter Butters and all sorts of things during it. dinner time. And it was great. So anyway... Uh, all you listeners, you can email us at wisdomforwizards at gmail.com. That's W-I-S-D. Sorry, I can't spell. W-I-S-D-O-M-F-O-R-W-I-Z-A-R-D-S at gmail.com. Anything you want to talk about, go for it. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Wisdom for Wizards. Again, Eric at Board Game Showcase. We have a Discord server. If you want into that, find a way to contact me, uh, whether Instagram or Gmail. And we'd love to have you there so we can talk games. I and mean, we talk about everything. Whatever. Video games. I have a crew of Fallout 76 slash ESO players that <laughs> we just chat about stuff. Um, but yeah. We just like to grow that community because it's really all inclusive. You just have fun talking about anything mm -hmm. geeky or nerdy. So yeah. enough of that. Boom. Let's get on to the show. Okay. Just what we've got in store. So first off, Eric, what have you been up to as always? It's been like what? I mean, I don't I don't even remember when we put out the last episode, but it, it's been a long time. It has been a long time. So Christmas came and went, New Year's. Uh, we did our usual New Year's party uh, that you were able to come to the previous year. You did not, not invite one. me this time. Okay. I knew it was a big fat no because you, you had a baby on the, <laughs> on the on horizon. The horizon. Yeah. So I didn't you even still bother. didn't invite me. Didn't even bother. He didn't you invite why. me. That's fine. You'll be okay <laughs> next year. So anyways, see, now you won't be able to come because that's like birthday time. No, it's a tenth. It's plenty. It's plenty of oh, time. Oh gosh, yeah, it was wasn't it? Due date. She was the she first. was off by like. Due date was the first. It was the fourth. She was okay. off by a week, but. Right. Okay. Still. Anyways, uh, so we had our party. We usually have a big group of people, and uh, we play a big game of Mysterium, which we did again, and that's always a lot of fun. Uh, and then that night, I lost my voice. That actually. What were you doing that day? My voice just started to go. And when I get, when I lose my voice and I get sick like this once a year where my voice just goes. That's feel, been me the past month. I feel fine, but my voice is gone. Whenever I lose my voice, I sound like Mike. I get a super <laughs> bassy. Super nice and deep. I, I get the super bassy, sexy tones. Mine, when I lose it, I just sound like, ah, I'm dying. Right. Which is, like I said, been me the past <laughs> month, so. That lasted from the first to like the 21st of me just coughing all day every day i was never officially sick i just oh, yeah. coughed like a freaking did your maniac. throat hurt eh, mine was like little mine was bad it was just i would wake up and it'd be dry and it would hurt and oh well, and i mean like i said i never felt sick i just coughed and coughed oh. and i still might 
have a fit or two. <laughs> it's oh, no. just not going away. <laughs> the attack of the cough. Right. But anyways. It always happens this time of year. It's, yeah. it's the weather. Missouri is kind of like, it's really weird. For the past few years, it's not gotten like crazy snowy here. It's gotten cold, and this year's no exception, especially with this polar vortex, but it's not gotten like winter wonderland. Right. Well, we had snow. And briefly. It, but like, so it's just the straight cold weather and the wind, and it just does a number on your body. Right. So. so there's that. And then uh, probably the biggest thing so far of the year, aside from any family events, board game related, Shadows of Brimstone, Forbidden Fortress came in today <laughs> today which today. is not the day that you are listening to this episode today tuesday <laughs> february 5th is that what day well, it is yes well now i gotta put out this episode quick so people don't think i'm like yep slacking well now they know for sure shadows of brimstone forbidden fortress when did they initially say they were going to ship it out uh, like when when you click on that tier on kickstarter and it says estimated shipping it was, what was it let's see the the uh, it was 2015 2016 was when it happened one of the those kickstarter yeah Oh, wasn't yes it was you just talked about being in for it in like 2017 i got a major late pledge i was in i was oh. in a year after that that was really? until i found out about it so this is like three years yeah oh yeah but i have 31 pounds of game i will wait three years for 31 pounds of just goodies that's incredible yeah how much was shipping on that that was only 20 for us yeah when they do like a mass order mm -hmm. thing the company's probably like okay fine you're shipping out a thousand right <laughs> you know so i laid more. out all the little baggies of miniatures because they're in sprues and i got put them together and it covered nearly my entire table which is about 40 inches by so about three and some change by eight foot and Ooh. all the all the sprues for the miniatures laid out by themselves nearly covered the entire thing. That's a lot of oh my god shadows of brimstone. So I told everybody we might be able to play it next year when I get it finally put together. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we should play that with a with a decent sized group, but you can't do like a huge group or you it'll can take play forever. Play a bunch, yeah, but it'll start to take forever. Yeah, uh, just the yeah. overall. In each individual player four, count four time. is a lot of fun five uh, i've played with six are you four including you there's no dm i don't know what i'm thinking four total so, okay so yeah. me and three others okay is a that's a sweet spot but anyways well that's i mean that's a great thing to get in i guess the only thing i have outstanding when we're talking about kickstarter is seventh continent what goes up must come down which is the expansion and at this point i like I've played Seventh Continent once or twice since I received it almost a year ago, the base game. And I'm kind of waiting for all that extra stuff because it's an undertaking to get in. And so Eric and I talked about this, and we're going to talk more in uh, the Wizard's Corner segment at the end of this episode, in which we talk about our goals and plans for whatever the year this is, 2019. Right. Uh, but I just I haven't yet gotten it out nope. since then to really sit down and put together and learn. I did once actually uh, to just refresh my mind on the rules, but I've not like sat out to do a campaign or curse um, since then, just because it is very daunting and the timing has to be right. 
And so I'm going to wait for that stuff to come in, and then Eric and I are going to sit down and play it. But Believe it when it happens. <laughs> yes. Uh, Rippy and I, so what have I been up to lately? Rippy and I have been doing the Scythe Rise of Fenris campaign. What game are you on? Uh, we're on one, the fourth one. Out of 12? Eight. Eight? Okay. Um, we haven't done it in a while. We did like one, the first cam- the first episode on, I think it was the first day of 2019, so January 1st. And then like a week later, or a week and a half later, we did two in one sitting. So two and three. And four is when things really start to kick it up a notch like things start to happen without spoiling anything but at the same time it's like significantly more for us to work out so the last time we got together we played something else i don't even i don't remember what it was i think we played clank in space and he smashed me because I couldn't get out before him <laughs> to kill him off. Um, I don't remember what else we played, but that's kind of been my board game life. Uh, Courtney hasn't been able to play games because she had a baby, which is a big deal, but more on that later. So I think, Eric, it is time for... I mean, it's 2019. There's new games coming out. However, you and I are very much like resistant or we've got immunity so to speak to the (laughs) to the cult of the new pole you could say i'm doing my best so this is games radar uh captain you should come take a look at this eric why don't you kick us off with this uh, games radar? so listeners real quick we're gonna do three each we'll each tell our own three um, and then we'll switch pr- people. So, okay. Eric, take us away. Top three Little Debbie snacks. <laughs> That's Swiss wrong. rolls. That's the wrong list, Eric. Oh. That's okay. the wrong Nutter butter zebra cake. Okay, I got it out. <laughs> Swiss rolls really your number one? Oh, yeah. Eh, I... What about the cosmic brownie? That's no, just... Oh, no. Okay. What's the matter with you? Apparently oh, a that's lot. That's the worst. That is just mush. That's it, the it's point. It's like dense mush. That's the point. Ugh. Anyways games my games uh number one treasure island just came out not too maybe last month month two months ago and it is a one verse many one verse four wasn't it like uh it's like because someone plays a pirate yeah blackbeard you're locked up in jail but it's not co-op the other people aren't co-op i read that Uh, today it's it's cooperative verses so like it I've read where it gets to the point where they might work together just to spite you, but everybody <laughs> is still in it right. for themselves. So That'd anyways, uh, Blackbeard's locked up. You buried your treasure on an island. You give clues. The other four people are trying to get to that treasure and dig it up and for right. themselves. Uh, but if it gets to a certain point, you break out of jail as Blackbeard, and then you can go get your own treasure. And if that happens, then you win. Huh. So... Yeah, like you said, it's not cooperative, but there's a point where maybe the uh, the other four just don't want you to win, so they do maybe attempt to work together. Anyways, so uh, it just really grabs me. Uh, the video I watched on it just made it look like a lot of fun. I know my crew would like it, and yeah. I do know I have a strong feeling that it would be a good couples game, yeah. too. So I... 
I've not looked too much into it, but it definitely intrigues me because of all the stuff I've seen on social media with it. Right. So, I mean, plus it's like Treasure Island. The map looks great. Yeah. It's one of those maps where you look at it and there's like all these little hiding places, these type of little like points of interest that are cool. Just when they build maps like that. I'm going to reference Fallout 76 again because that's how that map was designed where you look at the map, there's all these little pictures of symbols of things, and you're like, huh, that looks like an interesting place, and you want to go there. So in a similar vein from what I've seen, that's what that kind of gives me the vibe of. Sure. Uh, Game number two. Okay. Betrayal Legacy. Really? Uh, Yeah. So my first, I'm kind of against legacy games. I just don't (laughs) know how I feel about it. Eric's against a lot of stuff in this hobby. Okay, here's, here's my reason. Okay. Risk Legacy has been well received mainly because it was the first go yep. i feel like nowadays if you did risk legacy everybody would say risk no yeah that's better. true but because it was the first it was a it's a like a benchmark i, I bet you monopoly say. legacy would actually go over well you think just for the well because the game would be completely redesigned and like in a way that would make it monopoly but also the legacy aspect of it right Okay, but anyways, to my point, uh, the only other legacy game that has been well-received is Pandemic. Uh, and even Pandemic 2 was just, everybody just kind of said, meh. They didn't hate it, but yeah, nobody really loved it. There's not been a lot of buzz on Pandemic Legacy 2, right. like there was for the first one. So. Right. <laughs> so, other than that, every single, just about every single other legacy game has flopped or come with very negative reviews. Yeah, uh, just coming to mind, Charterstone yes. is a green legacy. Seafall. Sea well, Charterstone is at least received well. Seafall was a disaster. Well, even Charterstone, everybody's kind of like, eh. I mean, they A lot they of people have said they've gotten playing it, but buzzed, not, or not buzzed, uh, burnt out yeah. after so many games. So I could see that. So anyways, to my point, everything I've seen on Betrayal Legacy has been very positive despite the game's kind of negative uh yeah the base game is super random and swingy right and a lot of people don't like that but it seems to be doing okay in the legacy format Hmm. i have seen that uh, the you know there still is some where you could get caught off guard and the haunt or whoever's on whatever side of that uh, could win easily but uh anyways so the it just Everybody I've seen, I don't know how else to put it, is just they've been happy and excited to play more. So yeah. that, and I've always had an interest in the base game. So You own the base game? Nope. Really? Never have? Nope. Never played it. I've always kind of wanted to well, just because it seems like I have fun. it so we can play it at some point. Someday. <laughs> we'll just play it right after Seventh Continent, I guess. <laughs> in our never-ending uh, never list ending of games to play. Okay, so three and four, I've kind of got a combo. I'm going to put two out there. Oh, you're doing four. Eh, I'm just going to, they're going to be the same. Okay, uh, go for it. This is my third and honorable mention. <laughs> so third is War of the Ring. I've always wanted it. I love War of the Rings. Okay. I love kind of an epic war scale uh, game. And I I mean, it's one of the well-received war games or dudes on a map or area controller or whatever you want to call it. To me, it's not a war game unless it's got little chits and it's about World War II. But well, what do you call I'm risk very, or, uh... risk is like 
or it's just uh, Axis and allies. I don't know. I mean, they're, they're like Ameritrash yeah. sort of. Yes, they are war games. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, in my head, when someone says war game, I, I think of little chits, yeah. and you have to keep track of your <laughs> all your troops, keeping yeah. them fed, yep. healthy, and about a thousand other things. Right. So, I don't know. So, my dad used to play those, and yeah. he said, and I think is it, I don't remember which uh, system it was, but you had to, there was checks for the Italians and uh, keeping their coffee warm. Oh, God. And making noodles and stuff like that well, to keep them fed. Better keep your troops happy. Right. I'm going to fight a so, war for you. So anyways, so. that's number three. Honorable mention, Western Legends, because I love the Western theme and a sandbox game and cool little miniatures. Just, I always have to do a double take between that and Great Western Trail. Very different games. Very different Very games. completely different games. However, Western Both Legends Western. is definitely worth looking into. I remember when that Kickstarter went live. I want to say it was like almost a year ago at least um mm. it was it looked interesting but well they just did a kickstarter for the expansion okay and you couldn't even buy the base game through it i was gonna get it i had money in hand it seems like, like a silly it decision. seems like a dumb decision <laughs> oh i was so mad you could i was like this is the perfect thing i can get the new expansion and especially the because game. there's no effort to the company uh. to like reprint it yeah, maybe sending the files, you know, working it in a contract. I don't know. I've never done it. Right. But you have literally no risk it because like you, no you you get exactly the amount of copies printed that have been asked for in the campaign. So, it, yeah, Dinosaur Island did it. I bet you half of their, like, second Kickstarter was, like, people buying the base game right. for the first time. Seventh Continent, I guarantee you three-fourths of that Kickstarter was people buying the base game along with whatever else maybe the expansion yeah. so it's just it seems like a no-brainer if your game's good enough to bring right. out an expansion just offer the base game why would you not make it a pledge level i don't know i was perturbed therefore i did not get it uh see listen to that people. yeah perturbed <laughs> i don't know i can't i can't even think i have two kids now what right. do you do in okay life? okay so sorry done you're, that's all he wants. Top three little Debbies. Little Debbies. I like the Cosmic Brownie. Uh, I do like the Nutter Butter. So disappointed. I probably. What was the other one you said? Not uh, Swiss Rolls. Zebra the Cakes, other one. Swiss Rolls. I like the. I like the Zebra Cakes, the chocolate ones. But well, whatever. I don't think I've ever had that one. There's some sort of chocolate. I think they're yeah, for like yeah, the no, fall ones. But you don't like the oatmeal pies or the you. Star Courtney Crunch. loves the oatmeal the pies. Oatmeal pies are gross. I used to like Star Crunch a lot. Uh, I've grown out of that. I don't even know what that is, but I don't want it. So it's, it's bad games. So it's <laughs> worth pointing out that m most of the stuff that I want, if I were to look at my laundry list of games that I want, are older ones that I don't have nice. already. Nice. Uh, so I've not been really swept up in the new cult of the new, the hype, whatever hype. Uh, we're not going to get started on that. Eric is very passionate about that word uh, or in a negative way. But the three, the the first three that come to mind, I'll start with the one that I've been talking about frequently, and that's Five Tribes. Woo! Five Tribes, if you don't know, is an older game. It's Days of Wonder, right? Yep. And so it's one of their yearly releases mm -hmm. <laughs> way back when. I think it was only a couple of years, three, three, yeah, like four years, maybe 15 or between down. 2012 and 2015. But 
That's quite a window. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not for that one. They only released a game a year. Right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but if you've not played it, there are gins. There are all these different meeples. Uh, but the primary mechanic is you're kind of doing Mancala with people on a space. And you have to end. Um, and there's all these different colors, right? And so you have to end with people on a... Eric, I can't think and read at the same time it's 2014 I guys didn't do anything. and ladies 2014 five tribes was released anyway mancala you pick up all the meeples on one square you mancala them uh, to another square and you have to end the last one you end on has to have another color of something there i've only played it a few times eric can talk a bit more about it i think we might later what? Oh, that's a hint. Foreshadowing? Is that yeah, what that is? That's it. Anyway, Five Tribes is great. Um, it has expansions, which is always a selling point for me because the best thing for me is just expand out what I've already got. I'm limited on shelf space, but also, as I will talk about later, I have uh, a limit <laughs> on my acquisitions, a personal limit that I'm setting upon myself as well as uh, this idea of a perfect 100-game collection. But like I said, we'll talk about that in the Wizard's Corner. That's the first one, Five Tribes. Second is Dice Forge Rebellion. So this is an expansion, so not a real count. game. It does count. No. It's, a, it's a game. Uh, but apparently it adds more dice faces and more cards, and I want to say a location or something i don't know you know i haven't looked anything at it i've not really that. looked into it as much but i know that that's an instant hit for my wife and i i kind of compare i mean it's the same designer as seasons and each seasons expansion is like a plus in my book mm -hmm. like for the base game the, i mean you get more cards and that's all you need but also player powers for the first seasons expansion and fancy dice for the second seasons expansion i did not get that one that path of destiny yeah, yeah. I think that one's out of print. Yeah. Well, they both are, but anyways. Continue. I think the base game is, too. Who right. knows? All, all of our favorite games are out of print these days. What are we going to do? Anyway, Dice Forge Rebellion, as I said, is the same designer, and it's some French name that I cannot pronounce, or Belgian, <laughs> so I'm not going to try. But my wife loves that game, and she was all gung-ho about it, like, oh, it's a game I can win. And I looked, and she hasn't won in over a year, so I don't know what she's talking about, but... <laughs> Um, but it's a great game. I mean, it's, you roll dice and so right away that might turn some people off, but you literally get to change the dice faces. And we've talked right. at length before, you know, on the show, off the show about kind of cheesy mechanics or like, well, what's the word you use where it's like, uh, I don't know where they, it's like something to sell, like a great, no, not great Western, the meeples with the, you put items on item. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? What are those game series called? Tiny Epic Whatever. Right. It's like a a cheese... I'm See, I'm speaking video game talk because it's I can't... Fluff. It's fluff. Fluff. Yeah. I mean, well, there's another term that I can't remember. Uh, and you know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I do not think that the dice flipping or dice... Uh, sorry, dice face changing of Dice Forge is a cheesy sort of gimmick. Gimmick, that's the word. Gimmick. It is not a gimmick. No. I think the Tiny Epic meeples are kind of a gimmick. There are other totally. games. I mean, I would say, like, you look at Curse or uh, Escape, the Curse of the Temple, the whole soundtrack, that's kind of a gimmick because that was one of the first ones, though, that really did that well. 
that kind of gets a pass. But like nowadays, uh, what was it that we just saw? The mind is getting a uh, um, an audible a, an audio track, a soundtrack, or something, right. and they're putting it on CD. It's 2019. Yeah. When's the last time I use CDs? Because my car has a CD player. Right. But yeah, I, mean, I guess you have to play in your car. Yeah, that sounds exciting. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, but Road trip. that's kind of a gimmick. Like if you're releasing that type of stuff with your game, if it's just there to. I don't know, because I listen to music when we game, but it's always YouTube playlists. It's very specific stuff. So that or you get a Pandora station going, whatever, Spotify. Yeah. So when when Courtney and I played Inish, we played like a bunch of Celtic music on YouTube. Braveheart soundtrack. No, I don't know what it was. Some chick, some wood elf looking chick was the (laughs) (laughs) was the screen uh, saver thing. Uh, And then finally, I'm gonna say Viticulture. Yeah. I don't really have anything new honestly I, the dice forge rebellion is a new expansion that, that's brand, that will be brand new. there's yeah. something what the ryan lockett game red raven uh, uh something of gods, the gods. Yeah. that is interesting to me Fate it looks cool i've not really looked into it at all and actually i don't think there's much besides, out there because he yeah, just announced that it. cover art i don't know what there is but they uh he did say that it's a co-op storytelling adventure or something like that and cool that's like all right that checks all my boxes for (laughs) for now so um but i'm gonna give it to viticulture because that's a game that i've been wanting to play for a while it's jamie stegmeyer so stonemeyer games so it's got a, a high pedigree it also came before scythe and people say that with the tuscany expansion it is a a dime like it is great a dime a dime nice. i don't know i'm trying to use new words eric that's an old said word. everything new that's, that's new like to me <laughs> new to me words like a new to me car that's like rat pack talk um, right there it is apparently an exceptional game tom yeah. vassal even likes it i played it i don't I know what it. he likes to be honest mm-hmm. uh, but did you play with tuscany or just the base no game? we just played the base uh we played it at geek way uh yeah it's fun it's a fun game it, you got to make some pretty stern choices that uh affect everything you do so hmm. well i've heard once you play tuscany yeah i go back i mean i i have nothing to base the base game yeah. off of one play so yep so that's i mean i'm gonna try to play it this year for Isn't real this time. It, you know? oh yeah yes he is and we will play it we'll get or play we it. won't play it yeah. <laughs> which will be yeah we'll just tell him to leave it back down. no he better bring it but <laughs> yeah i'm looking forward to that game i want to buy it for my collection oh. as i said it's part of my 100 perfect 100 games list thing that i'll talk about later so perfect what if you don't like it then it's not even on the list you're gonna take it i will s- i will say this i have never bought a game um video game or board game for that matter uh-huh. that i have not liked Wow. I do so much research ahead of time, okay. and I am very like self-aware. I understand what I like and don't like. I think the only impulse buy, and this was when I was like a month into the hobby, that I have not liked was Exploding Kittens. <laughs> yeah, and that's hardly a game. But uh, since then, I have not bought a game, spent money on a game that I do not like. So I'm, I'm like trying to think of one right now. Like even Munchkin, I like Munchkin. Yeah. There was a time for Munchkin. I've off, I've also evolved since <laughs> 2015. So, I mean, a lot of people would knock Munchkin. But sure. Yeah, I can't think of a game that I've bought that I do not like. So I know, like, 
it's just one of those things where you you put yourself in the mindset to enjoy the experience with people and you're gonna like it but sure well anyway let's jump into the board game showcase segment which i think we already know what it is what could it be but let's go Zibel, you know what time it is, no? Time for Board Game Showcase with Eric. The part of the show where Eric talks about a particular game and Gornif asks him silly questions about it. So enjoy and, ah, uh, forget it. This French accent is terrible. Let's go. Alright, am I good this time? Can I go? Can I go? I can go. Thumbs up. Alright, Board Game Showcase. So is it this month, this week? This episode? this episode it's an episode that's right because we don't always put that segment in right i mean so all right well, who knows? this episode uh previously talked about one of mike's <laughs> most wanted number one most wanted game five tribes uh five tribes like you said before i won't explain how you play it too much uh you got the mancala you got a bunch of different color meeples uh and you're they all mean something too right each one each color is refers to a different tribe and each tribe has a different uh, five tribes there must be five colors there is uh they've added a six with the expansion so yeah six tribes the heck with the name it's irrelevant now but anyways uh yeah you pick them up you activate your tribes and then you get to activate whatever tile you finished on to do more bonus stuff and uh it is a point salad game to a t so there is like 10 spaces to score points or something like that in the little scorecard but the production and the art is exceptional so you look at it and it's not it doesn't seem like a dry euro at all and when you play it there's a lot of strategic depth and a lot of different things you can do right yeah so you can drop double camels if you if you do it just right or uh, yeah, you just you really want to activate a tribe and the tile at the same time, both which benefit you in positive ways. I'm also very bad at the game, but I'm bad at <laughs> well, a lot of games. Well, if you get it, you'll be better. Maybe. I'll play Courtney a bit, I'll beat her, and then I'll go and play like Eric and I'll get destroyed. So <laughs> I am pretty good at five tribes. Always. I won't lie. But anyways, uh, um comes with two expansions oh no there's three maybe four now it's artisans of something so artisans artisans of uh tomato tomato no, no artisan no artisan anyways uh the artist i forgot I the, totally full, the full name of it yeah because it's like some n-word that doesn't make sense then kala that's Nic- the name of the uh, it's like got an apostrophe region. in it yeah that's the region they're in. Anyways, uh, that one that one adds your uh, purple tribe a six color, and it adds it makes the board bigger. Artisans. Okay, <laughs> that was just rude. Uh, it makes the board bigger. It uh, adds a couple new gins. I almost said genies. Don't want to be that guy. Uh, a couple new gins, and it adds treasures too. Which, which is the one that adds the mountains? that one yeah some of the tiles are impassable so there's like a there's a cat okay here you go is it chasm or chasm well it depends on no it doesn't it's one or the other what you feel tomato tomato i would say chasm i think it is chasm just like artesian okay but it adds one of those and a couple mountains that you can't pass through and uh yeah, so that way when you're dropping your guys, uh, you have to navigate around the mountains. 
but like I said, there's treasures that some are points, some are little special one-off abilities. Hmm. And uh, if you get any expansion, the Artisans is definitely the best one. Every time a Euro has things like that, where it's like one-off abilities, one-off powers, the gins in this case, which are kind of like player powers, it always pleases me because I'm like, yes, a little bit of Ameritrash <laughs> is seeping into the, z- get, the design get, here. Yes. I guess that's, to me, that's Ameritrash. But right. most people would probably argue, no, that's just game design is you know variable player powers or whatnot so right asymmetrical whatever i've also picked up the thieves expansion which is just a little deck of uh the gin size square cards is all it is okay Uh, there's a couple extra gins i think there's only two and then you get a little thieves deck and you can purchase them just like you would the gins i think i've only used it once and with two people i wasn't impressed because it is there uh the abilities are incredibly severe and could sway a two-player game to where yeah. the other person well, literally sense. can't catch up uh, with more people with maybe a full player count of four i think they would be better because maybe you could if somebody is like a runaway leader, maybe you can knock them down a little bit well and then there's three turns in between them getting to do their Thing, mm-hmm. their turn again and their stuff so right there's a lot that can change in that three turns so the thieves was i'm not impressed uh the whims of the sultan i think i have it i can't remember <laughs> so i don't have any input on that well i mean once again there's three expansions that's three opportunities for me to expand a game without expanding my collection so right. i i mean i don't need to say it anymore i've i'm already been sold on it i just i just need to actually purchase it or ask for it for my birthday or something so i think we know what time it is eric enough of your questions uh lay them on me you're just on and on and on okay monologue i I don't know what you want from Uh, me on this section anymore i don't know i don't like that question i'm making i'm making up new rules right now (laughs) if this game were turned into a movie who would you get to star in it ryan gosling why? He's and already been in be? Prince of Persia. He, he, uh, he can play the role. Who else would you... Was that right? No, that was Jake Gyllenhaal, wasn't it? Heck if I know. Oh, my gosh. I know Ryan Gosling is in the movie I Drive. Think it, I think it was Jake Gyllenhaal. And whatever that movie with Emma Stone is. I mean, what nope. would you really make the movie about? Forget it. I would get... Uh, what was his name? Salah from Gimli. The, the actor that played Gimli. He was the, the Egyptian guy in... Uh, indiana jones so he <laughs> he would fit that arabian role to a t whatever you say so he dies and then leaves the land to his sons it's going to be a stardust clone have you ever seen stardust yes you know that's the second time in a week the movie stardust has been discussed or brought up fantastic literally movie. actually in 24 hours it's been brought up twice right. which is impressive to me yeah because you go like kind of funny how the universe works you go like years (laughs) without ever hearing something and then someone says it once and i'm sure it's probably because of that you hear it again yep but do you know who the main actor was in stardust oh heck i don't remember much about the movie except there's a chick that's a star (laughs) yeah the main actor charlie cox is our favorite daredevil who's our favorite daredevil 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 evil knievel no the netflix (laughs) series daredevil Marvel's Daredevil. I don't watch Marvel's The Man stuff. Without Fear. You know what? I'm the most... What's the next question? I'm the strangest <laughs> uh, nerd that's ever been a oh nerd. Oh, my gosh. 
Um, why? I feel like I've read all these. You, ha- you probably have. There's yeah, only five. But I felt here. like I've read several of them. Um, if you lost your collection in a fire, how soon would you replace this game? Uh, it'd probably be up top. Because you, uh, uh, Melissa likes it, right? Melissa likes it a lot. There you go. So. That's, that's all you need right there. How yeah, many have I even said? Two questions? One two. question? Yes. You've thrown away six. You've read Shh, two. Don't tell them that. They, they don't need to know. Um, <laughs> if you were stranded on an island with this game, how quickly would you use it for firewood? <laughs> Is there anyone else with me? Um... Am, well, I, am I all alone? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you somebody. Okay, I would make it last as long as possible, only because it can be played. You are there. on the island with. I gotta think of something in your area of expertise. You're on the island with Bob Ross. What am I doing with Bob Ross? Oh, you paint minis, don't you? <laughs> This is derailed. I feel this like is the segment. This is what happens when Conniff gets a hold of your segment. It would probably go quick because Bob Ross would just compliment me every time I beat him. Well, he wouldn't let you chop down any real trees, probably. <sighs> I, they're too pretty, or what's he say? Nice, pretty trees. Well, see, he can paint them beforehand, so even if we chop them down, we still remember. <laughs> I don't know. This is not now, some like he would be too positive, Mickey's even if he lost. World. I wouldn't be able to take it for very long. You just burn the game. The game's gone. And then burn him. That's dark. <laughs> I didn't say burn him. You did. I know. Um, uh, we've read that question before, once upon a time. Uh, that was one of the very first ah, questions. This is a new season. You need new questions. I am. I will do new questions. I will have Courtney help me. That one I don't like. <laughs> Listen, this is, this is what is enjoyable about this uh, segment, is you got to come up with good questions. Okay, well, this I think I've read this one before, but this kind of fits. Where is the ideal place in all of the world, or the perfect setting, to play this game? Uh, I think it would be cool to play it uh, sitting next to one of the Sphinx in Egypt. I feel like okay. that would be about... Definitely It's that, not, not the right area of the world. Well, it's closer. I mean, definitely a Middle Eastern vibe. Right. I think of... Not Egyptian, but maybe, okay, take it back. Boom, we're going to Jordan. We're going to play it in one of the, uh, I don't know what to call them, one of the relics in Petra. Okay. One of those. Okay. That's where we're playing it. I, if I had to answer this question, I would, you think like Assassin's Creed, the very first Assassin's Creed, that's the setting right there. Jerusalem. Um, But like, think like the bazaar, you know, and like one of those side, like, Houses where you're like okay. got the window overlooking the bazaar, and you're just in one of those rooms on a table, that type of setting. So where pl- you're, I'm playing three sweaty old Arabian men, two with scars, one without an eye. If you lose, and you're they don't, dead. they don't talk. <laughs> they don't talk and just play with knives the whole time. Is That's that true? Is that what I'm playing with? Yes. Okay. How many questions has this been? Uh, enough. <laughs> All right, Derek said enough. I don't even know, but yes. Next, uh, next time we do board game showcase, I will come up with new questions. You know what, listeners? I might uh, ask you for some questions. There you go. So if I know you're a listener, expect expect a piece of mail or something from me. Or that's that's like old school. I'm not going to send you a mail. You will get a Discord or yeah, a Slack use... or a email or something we could use some of our listeners to deliver that message (laughs) 
That is true. Yeah. Hand deliver to a mailman themselves. All right. Let's move on to the wizard's corner. Oi, you there, adventurers. Order a drink and take a seat and join me for a dose of wisdom in the wizard's corner. Year in review, Eric. It's been a long year. 2018. Yeah, up until like this point too. I mean, I guess January is always kind of a no man's month. <laughs> like nothing right. happens. And even if it does, you know, you're recovering from the holiday season. So, yep. but there, I guess there are a few things I want to discuss and that's New Year's resolutions. Okay. Uh, whether you hate them, like them, or if you've set them yourself. Are they all board game related ones? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. Mine are. Okay, that's fine. That I was going to discuss. Life updates. Um, I mean, I don't know about you. I've got one, so that's what yeah. I'm going to talk about. Um, and then, like I said, I want to talk about my 100-game collection idea. And then, um, well, I guess what plays into that is one of my resolutions. So, I will, I'll just kickstart us um, and say... My number one resolution for board games is to play every game in my collection at least once. Nice. Uh, and I, I'm ditching the 10 by 10. I, I I maybe have seen the light. Stand up and applaud this guy. But you know what? To each their own. So if you want to uh, do a 10 by 10, go for it. But it's not for me because my time is valuable and plus i only have like 68 games and so right. that's only 68 plays that are mandatory instead of 100 which of 10 specific games right so for me every game in my collection at least once have you made progress on that yet i have Where are and we at? i will look it up what <laughs> what do you, you mean are you above are you in double digits no well, i've not pl- well, i guess technically yes well no maybe not I have to look it up because I haven't played very much because of the baby. Right. So I have to see what I've actually played this year. Um, <clears throat> oh, wait, I need all-time year. We are using the BG Stats app, or I am. I don't know if Eric uses that. I app. had it. I got tired of keeping up with it. I use it pretty religiously. It is single-handedly the best app for maintaining this stuff, I would say. So. I went analog two years ago. That's too much work for me. Whatever. <laughs> it, I can't keep up keep or keep up with that, keep track of it. I have only played seven different games. Okay. This year, which is all right. I mean, seven times 12 is what over it's over the amount of 70. games I have. So, yeah, so it's 84. Yeah, 84. So, I mean, I'm already on track, but that's assuming that I actually play seven a month. Um, I do have kind of a hidden weapon so to speak in uh the form of a new paternity leave that will take place may through the beginning of august so that's gonna be a huge boost to my game playing as i'll have all the time in the world so is is courtney gonna work more then no i mean she's she's working right now she hasn't really gotta leave okay and so it's no two's different man Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it'll be interesting because the baby will be, what, six months-ish. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But anyway, I've done. I've played seven games. Scythe, Clank in Space, DC Comics deck building game, Heroes Unite, which is the longest and most annoying <laughs> name for a board game. Camel Up, Inish, Mintworks, and Pandemic. So 
kind of a random assortment. Yeah. But, I mean, you've got Camelup, Mintworks, DC Deck Builder that are kind of lighter games. Right. Although, I have the first two standalone boxes for DC Deck Builder, the first two Crisis expansions, the Green Arrow crossover pack, and the Watchmen crossover pack. So I've got a lot. Mm. And right before I added the... Um, the crisis pack two and the watchman pack i went and i like deck built an entire deck to use and so it's got a lot more strategy and depth to it so i mean you could say i've played both of them but i'm i'm not counting until i've nah, played that, that's one play yeah those are all expansions well i mean like i i you could count that i've played both games because i've uh, yeah i get what you're saying i've integrated Doesn't cards count. from both yeah 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 um clank and space is a bit more involved yeah. i would say just because of the nature of it but anyway so yeah like i said the goal is one of each of my game or one play of each of my games on my shelf and that does include any new games i get throughout the year and that is new sure. games so something to consider it kind of motivates. persuades me motivates encourages <laughs> it kind of encourages or motivates me to not purchase like a ton of new games you know, what I mean, like you yeah. buy instead spend that money on expansions. Okay. Because well, you have to play the expansions then. No, I am not counting the expansion okay. expansions in this challenge. Just the base game. Okay. Um, With expansions. Well, except for the standalones. So, like uh, one deck dungeon, I have the first game and the expansion game, which is a standalone. I'll have to play both of those. DC deck builder, like we just talked about. I will have to play both of well, the standalones. No, you can play them together as one. One deck, you can. So I don't want to. Okay, it's it's, it's not like choice. the best way. Gotcha. Or like I have two different versions of Flip City, and you can mix them together. Um, or like it was another standalone expansion, right. but I'm not going to include that for like time stories. I'm just going to include one play, what regardless of the module that I use. So right. Um, okay. My whole goal with this is to go through my collection because there I I don't have a huge shelf of shame, um, but there are games that I have not played since I've bought them. Uh, Game of Thrones comes to mind. Cosmic Encounter. I've you never haven't played that. I haven't played it uh, with people. It's, well, it's kind of a hard one to teach. You got to get a, a decent group for it to be fun. We'll add that to our list, Eric. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so after I've got Seven Continent and after whatever that other one is. Yeah. What was that other one? Betrayal. Yes. So which uh, that would count towards my uh, my play thing here right. my challenge but like i said it just encourages you to play all of your games not just focus on a few of them i mean it's no uh no secret that gamers are entirely i guess uh, they just like to throw money at things right yep. and so i'm trying to avoid that for myself but more importantly i mean i spent at some point in time i spent money on this box of cardboard and paper and like why would i not play it right or rather if i'm not going to play it why did i spend money on it in the first place you know right um i didn't watch that whole thing on netflix about does this thing provide joy <laughs> or whatever? Up or whatever. Yeah, whatever that was. Yeah. I've not watched that. I don't plan on it. Um, but in the same, like using the same sort of philosophy or logic, like 
experience what you've got already. And so that's what I want to do is experience the games that I've already got and then decide what goes or what stays. I do not foresee anything leaving my collection. I just, <clears throat> I don't know. There's, there's just nothing that I would like want to trade away enough. Right. And furthermore, if I did, it's not something that's going, it was like someone's going to want yeah. to then trade me something of that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. But anyway, what are your thoughts on this? Whole uh, thing? A far more noble cause than a 10 by 10. <laughs> I applaud you. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. I, I agree with you. And that was kind of my goal last year. I did not achieve it. I don't think so. Uh, but that's all right. I mean, just to rather diversify than focus because like you said board gamers tend to buy 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 and never play like that's almost an nsync joke yeah (laughs) so yeah anyways um, yeah and yeah i mean it's just to play all your games once that will also open your eyes to games that you might just go I don't like this anymore. I don't want it. <laughs> and Why you do, I do evolve as a gamer. Right. Like, that's just common knowledge. You're not... I mean, yes, you'll like some of the things that you liked when you first got into the hobby. Sure. But, I mean, you just grow. Right. So... So, I played... Speaking of growing, I played Catan the other day at the Super Bowl. We went to my Sunday school teacher's house. At the Super Bowl? <laughs> right. I went to Atlanta. It was a pretty boring game, yeah, so uh, it was. Catan is way better. Right. Uh, uh, so I played it with some friends, my Sunday school teacher and a couple other guys from the class who loved to play that game, and I had a good time. It was a lot of fun okay. playing with. I, that's not where I thought you were going with and that. And I just want to say I whooped them, and it was great. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> that's like when people that are like play video games, they're like, oh, we should play Mario Kart. And yeah. then you're like a god at Mario Kart. And you're like, OK. Yeah. <laughs> and then all you're right, doing all the shortcuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was fun. But no. Yeah, I applaud that. My resolution this year, I guess I've kind of got two uh, that work together is the main part of it is I'm trying not to buy very many games. So I'm not getting suckered. I my second resolution not to cut you off, but it literally ties into what you're saying. I am limiting myself to six new game purchases for uh, what is 2019? The entire year. New games. So that does not include expansions. I can buy expansions to my heart's content. I can buy components like a Scythe Legendary box or metal coins or whatnot or insert. We're talking about full fledged. So, for instance, as I've mentioned, Viticulture and Five Tribes would be two of those six games. What if it is a like a pocket game like Flip City? Like Little Guy. Just Little Guy. I'm going to count it. Okay. I don't really buy like a ton of new games. I guess I did buy like 12 last year. So (laughs) So you're cutting that in half. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't count if I get sent the game. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So I have for me, it's I have to spend money on it. It has to be your money. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and to top that off, I'm trying not to buy new games. Uh, you know, maybe I will here and there, but I don't want to just walk into the game shop and be like, here's the table they put right in the You're front. You're basically door doing stuff. my resolution without committing to like a number. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I feel like, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Well, and this hobby, you kind of, it kind of ebbs and flows. Right. So like you might go through a period where you're buying a bunch of new stuff. 
you're really interested in a lot of new stuff and then there's times where you're just kind of like content with what you've got you don't want the new stuff you want to kind of avoid the the hype train and all of its negative connotations (laughs) or just what's new and uh you know all the all the rage and all the buzz on social media so right and I feel like that's where I'm at now, short of a few titles like Betrayal Legacy and Treasure Island. Like, nothing coming out really just, like, grabs me. But yeah. Anyways, I... uh, so, that's for the better. I hope I can stick to it. We'll see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was the first one, though. What was your... Resolution number two, and I am in full swing of this, baby. I'm trimming my yeah, collection Yeah, you have now. been trimming. So you're not the only one. There's a lot no. of people in our sphere of influence or yeah. whatnot that are doing so. Yes. It's very impressive because I know that's hard for quite a few people to do like you. You've never gotten rid of. Well, anything. I only but, have 68. But you don't necessarily titles. want to. And I don't need to. Right. I would just be trimming down to trim down. And if I don't need to, my collection is not growing at an alarming rate. Right. I'm just not going to do it, yep. I guess. Okay. But <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I've just got a lot. I don't have a lot of games by any mm-hmm. means. I think the total games came to 84. Is not that right? including expansions. Not inclu- including inspection. It was like 120, yeah, I think. No, right? it was 150 some Ooh. with expansion. So I like expansions. But a lot of that's Kickstarter nonsense with just a couple games. Oh, yeah. Uh, but anyways, so major things have gone out the window for me. I sold my entire HeroScape collection, which was a lot <laughs> of stuff. Was it hard to part with it? Uh, at first, it was just little sets here and there. Okay. And that wasn't too bad. When's the last time you played it, though? Uh, Over a year ago. Two years ago. Three years ago, maybe. I distinctly remember one Instagram post, and that was a very long time ago. It was a long time ago. And that's not using that stuff for D&D. It was, like, straight up playing here. Right. Uh, I did use some of it for D&D, but that turned out just to be a lot of effort just to even get that out. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it was taking up a significant amount of space in the game room. I had three Tupperware trays that were... You know, 24 inches by 20 that were just jam-packed. And that's a lot of space. So I got rid of it. I made a healthy amount of money. I was very happy uh, with selling it. And uh, feel-good story, I sold a good majority of it to a dad who was buying it for his kids. Okay. Well, there you go. I gave him a heck of a deal, and he took it, and... I feel better <laughs> I, knowing it went to a good home and the money and the money's good. And, and it also went towards your truck. So yeah, <laughs> it, it went straight into my stupid. Isn't truck. that always just depressing? Uh, but. It was so depressing anyways. Uh, so that's gone. I also sold all my D and D stuff gone. We can still play. I have digital implant yeah. uh, versions of everything. So we can still play. That's not a problem, but what, what is gone that like, all the books, all the... We didn't even use the... Oh. Yeah, the books are nice to have. Like, the player's handbook's good to have. The I monster still have manuals. One somewhere. Good to have. Uh, all that stuff's gone. All the miniatures I purchased for it, all gone. Uh, I had a mat gone, uh, a battle mat. It's gone. Dice. I had spellbook cards. You, you just sold dice? Well, 
I guess I kept all the dice. <laughs> I'm just thinking of everything I used. Right, for it. right. I kept the dice. You still need dice you to need play, dice. Yep. no matter what. I kept all that. Uh, yeah, that's all gone. It all went to some girl up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Hopefully, oh. she is staying warm. Or Wisconsin was it Minnesota? Well, Green Bay's in Wisconsin, so no, I know. It was, it was, Minneapolis. It was one Green of the Bay. two. But anyway, so hopefully she's keeping warm by a hearth in some tavern somewhere with a handful of other friends. Yeah. Those are gone. I've gotten rid of probably six board games already, and this is all since January 1st. Just gone. And uh, hopefully huh. keep going. Yeah. I I always tell you, Eric, that I want to know what you're getting rid of right. before you do. Right now. Okay. Uh, in my truck, to go away, I have... Camel up, which you already own, but the Super Cup expansion is I'm not going to buy the full game just for the expansion. Well, I, we, I mean, we can part it out. Oh, we can do that. We'll uh, talk offline, as they say in the business flick, world. Flick them up dead a winner. Which Ooh, I, you're parting with that? Yeah, yeah. I know you like it a lot, but I've got Pitch Car and a couple other Pitch Car is a great like right. dexterity game and i feel like those are probably better flicker games for our group plus if you ever get crokinole well then you don't need any of the right. others exactly <laughs> just just burn down the rest of the collection and <laughs> you're done uh so yeah those are my resolutions i'm buying less and getting rid of more so that's pretty good yeah i yeah though i mean without putting numbers to it i'm not committing yeah. to anything i'm just i like numbers that's the curse of being forced into an analytical role at work. But yep. I used to be creative, Eric. I used to be a dreamer. You used to be a dreamer. <laughs> no, I, like I said, I just want to play everything and limit my purchases. That's why in the games radar, what I've put on there is old games. It's not new stuff, um, but also an expansion that I want. So, uh, you know where i'm at in the hobby i don't have a lot of time right moving on to my life update my wife gave birth to uh, our baby girl on january 10th and man two kids is exponentially more difficult than one game changer it's i didn't think it would be like that different but it is because the, the little human that you already have however old they might be they like have a sixth sense that they know something's happening so they're super clingy yep. they're like all over you they're like constantly wanting attention because they know that you're giving a baby attention it's yep. it's uncanny but how old's rowan now he's he's two? 19 months as of yesterday okay so he's not quite two no not yet but i mean close enough yeah so I don't know. It's just one of those things where I've been adjusting to that. Haven't played a lot of games. I played 11 total or had 11 total plays in uh -huh. January. So, I mean, that's a, for me, that's just kind of like a decent amount or a low amount. In big months, I get like, I think the highest I've ever had in a month is 30 something. Yeah. So that, that doesn't compete with, uh, Oh, what's his name? Brian uh, Blars. Yeah, his yeah. hundred and eleven or something in one month. Get out of here! Now there was a few crokinole plays in there, which that's care. easy. That's the mine, ridiculous. maybe I don't remember if he ridiculous. That. But yeah, I mean, get another hobby. <laughs> no, I those people that can do that, mad props to them. I mean, they've yep. got people to play with all the time. You know, yeah. Down here, he plays a lot at work too. 
So what's he do? I don't know. I think he's got an office job because he's got cronies there that like to play with him. He's lucky. Yeah. I work an office office job. I would not want to play games with half those people. Right. That's just not my. I play with a guy I work with I'll, on Saturdays. I'll take a game. We'll play. Oh, so if it's just you and him. Then yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. No, if if I'm not literally my nose in my computer screen, I'm probably behind in something. Right. And it's whatever. I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, so um, looking ahead, though, we want to keep this uh, podcast going. It's probably we're going to keep it a little more free form. We're into uh-huh. a lot of different stuff. Uh, with the way we've kind of set it up now, we've got all these segments, and I can just throw in an intro, and we just talk about that. The Christmas episode kind of opened my eyes to that. Like, we just come right. up with an idea, make a intro, and do it, and then have, like, a revolving door of segment ideas. I've Hold on. I've had a major update this oh, have past you? year. Maybe the last few months, too. My three-year-old, she's three and... Let's something. See. <laughs> What's twelve minus five? Eight, uh, seven months. Okay. Uh, she's three no years, seven months, think. and she's finally played games by the rules. Super Rhino Battle. Super or er, Battle Rhino, Rhino Hero Super Battle. <laughs> I did see that one on Instagram. Loves it. Okay. It is. And it's fun to play. Too. I need to play that. You, you'd enjoy it. They're it's playing fun. that at ATB Con, and and you know, in retrospect, you're like, I should have done that. I should have played yep. that. So I want to play it. So yeah, we'll bring it over once. Okay. Uh, she's eager to play games. She's played Roll for it. She has beat Melissa and I more than once playing Roll for it. We kind of coach her, but her rolls <laughs> are on point. Rules. No, we didn't change the rules. We just kind of we give her a hand. We make her count it all out and all that. But uh, anyways, by the rules, for the most part. And she's also played Animal Upon Animal. And she's not very good at that one yet. But that one's a little more difficult than Rhino Hero, I think. Hey, that's, I mean, that's exciting. And she looks forward whenever I bring a game home to help me punch it out. It's like when I was doing Shadows of Brimstone today, she was just right there drooling. (laughs) Like, can I help? And I'm like, eh, not this one. There's just too much. No. There's too much. Don't touch it. If I'm sitting at my table, like I have I have Fallout plus New California expansion set up on my table. Uh-huh. If I'm sitting there, Rowan will come up and he'll like grab my knee and pull it so I can set him up there. Yeah. And I will I will keep him up there on my knee watching the game until he goes and puts something in his mouth. And then I'm like, okay, you're done. <laughs> That's the, enough of that. No slobbers in He's I'm, I'm teaching him how to roll dice. Like a true Ameritrash father. Does he do good? Can he do it? Uh, if I tell him, like, okay, put the dice in that in the dice tray, he'll let go. <laughs> hey, that's, <laughs> that's about it. So, I mean, he doesn't understand the concept, of right. course, but it's we're getting there. We're you know nice. making progress. But yep, yeah. So looking forward, we want to keep this up. We're gonna keep it just the segment oriented type thing. Um, you know, and whatever we're feeling. Uh-huh. Uh, Eric and I play a lot of video games. Yep. So you might hear some more video game talk. Uh, we know that our fan base is primarily board game related. So we're never going to turn our backs on you. But the reality is that Eric and I do both. You know, we we play a lot of board games. We play a lot of video games. Yep. Um, he will probably watches more movies than I do, but just Apparently. that type of stuff. Wisdom for Wizards is always going to be a nerdy podcast, getting a peek into the minds of Eric and I. 
So, yeah, that's just, I don't know. Eventually, I'm going to probably end up talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 because once I play it, it's going to explode out of me and oh, gosh. enjoy. And then Hollow Knight, that's another one. So, one yeah. of these days. One of these days. But anyway, that's the first episode of season two. I think last year I said at some point that we were <sighs> in season two. That <coughs> I was, think last year was season two. Yeah. Where no, are you no, getting no. season two? This is season two. No. No, you know, we've talked about this before. Oh, okay. I turned the mic on. This Every is, year this is, is a new season. Yeah. But if last year was season two, how's this season two? Because I'm retconning it. <laughs> I, I do not get it. I have the power to I retcon have no idea what's happening. My, my past self. That was not in my contract. Basically, the first full year was our trial and error. Right. Figure out what works. There was that. And then the last, what, 10, 12 episodes? That was us finding our no, we, we were finding our stride. Our, our light. Yeah. Our guide. Okay. This is why this this podcast is fun because Eric and I just don't care. <laughs> we will just talk about this stuff on air, and I will leave it in, and, and you guys can tell us if we're crazy. I'm gonna leave this or, in then. Yeah. Edit. So you're out. making this edit very this painful out. to edit. You're making this very <laughs> painful to edit. Anyway, um, we hope you. Uh, well, we hope you have a great 2019. First yes. and foremost, 100. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us on this journey. We'll see you in the next episode. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Wisdom for Wizards. This episode is brought to you in part by Michael Dean of Mensch Visuals. If you enjoyed the show, email us at wisdomforwizards at gmail.com and share your thoughts, your favorite games, your favorite dessert, you name it. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to follow Eric on Instagram at Board Game Showcase and Conniff on Instagram at Wisdom for Wizards. Check out Eric's Etsy shop, Board Game Showcase, for custom painted miniatures and other D&D oddities. Thank you again, and we'll see you in the next episode.